0: Send us a voice note at speakpipe.com slash hormonal, and we'll get it answered on the show.
1: You are listening to the Girls Gone Gravel podcast, a podcast for women who are chasing epic and everyday adventures on their bikes. We are a production of Live Feisty Media and hosted by Christy Moan and Catherine Taylor.
0: Oh,
2: christy you're in a closet i'm in i'm in the closet because it's, it's better sound in here you're you're currently flipping a loft yes well and i'm not but someone someone that i'm married to is so <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so we got on the call and it was like a giant echo chamber so you got in the closet
2: yep so i hid in the closet so that it wouldn't be so echoey but has yeah. this been your christmas
1: project the loft
2: um Well, there really wasn't a ton to do like out of the gate um, because we bought it furnished as well. So um, it was a pretty easy transition, but um, that's going to be Tim's new project over the spring. So people
1: that like doing those home projects, I admire, (laughs) but I don't understand.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God, it's the best. (laughs) And i'm just like oh my gosh This seems like so much work <laughs> it is but the creative process in it is what i love like i love transforming a space and making it feel you know welcoming and like like you want to be there and you want to hang out and want to have friends over like i love that so but this is more of a tim project than it is a me project so yeah, yeah. did you have a good christmas yeah how about you how was yours Uh, It's good.
1: We are, it's right before New Year and I'm still snowed in. (laughs) It started snowing Christmas Eve and my brother was like, it doesn't snow here. It's not really going to snow. And we probably, I think we got about six inches by the next morning. Which it's a small, like they don't get a lot of snow here um, on the, anywhere on the sound because the temperatures actually stay pretty mild, like in the 50s. But so it's been in the twenties all week since it snowed and they don't plow the roads except for the main roads. (laughs) So (laughs) I've been hanging out at home.
2: Nice. Taking some naps, getting some rest.
1: Taking some naps. Yeah. I, um, I had all these things planned, like, you know, that I've been putting off like oil change and errands and yeah, I did get my oil change yesterday, but I felt really bad for the guys that were doing the oil change because. It's like 26 degrees. Uh, we're really cold, yeah. <laughs> but they were open and there wasn't a line. There you go. Got it done. Boom. So I did it. So, so yeah, this will be our first podcast of 2022.
2: Can you, can you believe it? We're coming up on two years. I know. How cool is that? When are, what are
1: you looking forward to in the new year?
2: Um, the new year. All of it. I had a friend post the song on your 18th birthday. The number one song on your 18th birthday is your um, theme of 2022. What was the number one song on your 18th birthday? (laughs) Living on a prayer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. My response was like, I'm pretty sure that's been the theme of 2020 and 2021. Can I have something different for 2022? (laughs) I've got to look up what my number one song
1: was. What year was I? 18.
2: I was born. I what year Wisconsin. were you a senior in high school? Uh, 93. So it would have been either 92 or 93. If your birthday's in the fall, it'd be 92.
1: 93. I will always love you. Would, there you, you go. Just... <laughs> Christy,
2: maybe love that love could maybe me. that could be the challenge when you listen to this podcast. Put it in the <laughs> in, in the thread. What was your number one song? Yeah. That's your your I love
1: this. That's your theme of 2022. The song when you were a senior in high school, or when you were 18,
2: when you turned 18. Yeah, on your 18th birthday. Yep.
1: <laughs> oh, so. that's funny. I forgot that that movie, The Bodyguard, came out that year. And
2: do you remember that movie, The Bodyguard? I remember that movie with Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. Yeah, I thought it was cheesy. I'm just gonna say it. Oh, I didn't get it. I did not get it. I loved it. <laughs> Thank
1: you. They were so, yeah. And I also love just the story behind Dolly Parton and that song, you
0: know,
2: that that's actually a Dolly Parton song. It's so good. <laughs> have you watched the episode, the Drunk History episode of that? Do you, have you ever watched Drunk History? No. Oh my God. It's hilarious. But anyway,
1: It sounds like it would be hilarious.
2: It is, but there's a Dolly Parton one and it's really funny, so. Well, was it
1: Elvis that tried to buy the rights to that song? It was somebody really big that tried to buy the rights to that song, and she was
0: like,
2: nope. I don't remember. I'm not going to sell them. I'll have to go back and watch the Drunk History version. And she was like, <laughs> she made millions of dollars from that song when so it, Whitney Houston released it. Maybe <laughs> that's really my funny. goal for 2022, is I want to meet Dolly Parton in real life. That'd be pretty incredible. That could be a good goal. You yeah, go hang out at Dollywood. She' does out and see if she shows up.
1: She does show up there from time to time. That'd be funny. All of her family members work there. Like we're from East Tennessee. and my dad had a cousin that worked there, and he was like, like everybody that works there, like that works the gates or the shops are somehow related to Dolly.
2: It's awesome.
1: <laughs> but she wanted to bring economic development to that area,
2: and she did. she did. See, we have that in common. I wanted to bring economic development to Emporia, Kansas. And oh, I did. did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Dolly, Back call me. Dolly. <laughs> That's my in. Call me, Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> have your people call my people, which my people is me, so. you oh get like God. her secretary, secretary, secretary. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm going to be talking to her a distant cousin because they all work for her. So. <laughs> okay. I don't know how we got this far. Off we now, got way off. <laughs> Maybe it's because here's the leap. Are you ready? I'm, I'm, Dolly Parton always shows up looking top-notch and so does our guest. Brooke is Gowdy true. is always looking top-notch. So we've got we've got the wonderful Miss Brooke Gowdy on um this first kickoff podcast for 2022. And if you haven't met Brooke, um and you see a beautiful black woman at a start line or finish line with Mac red lipstick on, that will be Brooke. So she's always rocking it. That is Brooke. We we do want
1: if anybody knows Matt Cosmetics, we do want to find a sponsor for her.
2: Yeah, she's it's it's on my list. I've kept the tab open because she's <laughs> on my list. I've got to figure that out. I just haven't dived into it yet. So that's the other thing. Mac, if you're listening. <laughs> Dolly's people are Mac Cosmetics. If you're one of you're listening, we, we gotta talk. We got reach some goals out for 2022. So
3: <laughs> reach
1: out to us for 2022.
2: <laughs> Good lord. Anyway,
1: we're gonna stop talking and let you hear from Britt Gowdy. Christy, have you ever been out riding and stopped at a sketchy gas station and been like, "Eh, I want to go in, but I don't know what to do with my really expensive, nice bike.
2: Uh, Yes. That always stinks. Those situations are never fun.
1: I know. And especially if you're by yourself and there's nobody to stay outside and watch the bike for you. Yeah, exactly. Like have to drive right by that nice cold (laughs) Coca-Cola or bag of potato chips. (laughs) Well, I have a feeling
2: we have a way to fix that.
1: We do. We have a brand new podcast sponsor.
2: Auto Lock. <laughs> Auto Lock.
1: So Auto Lock is a company that creates these great locks. They're cinch locks. So they're small, lightweight, and easy to carry. And they all have combination lock codes. So you can put it in your bike bag. You could even just leave it strapped around your seat post. And Perfect. it just makes it easy to lock your bike to anything or even somebody else's bike. It's ideal for theft to deterrent. Um, all the locks have Kevlar in them, so they're really hard to cut. And I think it's just great to have an option wherever you are to always have a lock with you.
2: Yep. And the cool thing is, is they're giving all of our listen listeners a chance at 25% off if you want to buy a cinch lock. Well, I think it's any of their locks on their website. Oh, that's awesome. So Even
1: better. I know, because they also have that um, U-lock on there as well. Yes. So if you need something more heavy duty, if you're riding around in a city. So you just go over to Auto Design Works, Dot com and you're going to get 25% off at checkout and free shipping for us customers only if you use the code girls gone gravel at checkout again it's autodesignworks.com it. and 25% off with girls gone gravel at checkout
2: auto block <sighs> hide it in your sock take it around the block well hello
1: catherine how are you i'm good i'm good i'm so excited about our guest today that I thought I was going to miss because I thought I was going to be late. And then she had a dental issue.
2: So <laughs> I had plenty of time. You made it, you made it in flying colors. And so we, and then, and we've got Brooke joining us today. So welcome Brooke.
3: Well, thank you, Catherine. I can't believe you telling everybody about my dental issues. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was going to tell everybody how good your lipstick looked. I was like, well, what also your teeth, they're just beautiful
3: with your, well, I don't thank
1: know. You. About that.
3: they know about my lipstick. <laughs> 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 do you take your lipstick out
1: when you're bike packing? Is it something you pack? I,
3: I, yes, absolutely. I always have my lipstick on. It is just um, it, and especially when I bike it, or do any type of sport, it's a reminder to me and those around me that in these spaces we get to show up as our authentic self. And so the way I show up in life, the way I show up on the trail, whether I'm running hiking biking is th- this is me I put on my lipstick
2: I love I, it I love it it's like it's like Brooke's version of big girl chamois <laughs> yeah I love it maybe we need a shirt with like like a lipstick kiss I do I think we need Brooke on a t-shirt <laughs> yeah we're gonna have to we're gonna have to make you a t-shirt
3: okay I'm I, 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 yeah I'm down <laughs>
2: Well, after your, after your 2021 year, uh, you've proven that you're down. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. So I think, I think that's kind of where we need to start. Like, well, like even back it up a little bit, talk to us about how you got into cycling. Where did it start? Where did you start? What brought, what brought you to the bike?
3: Oh wow! Like every little boy and girl during Christmas, I got a bike. (laughs) I got a bike when I was a little girl, and um, my family says that I rode that bike all around the neighborhood. And um, from the time I was a little girl, and she, my mom says, uh, my dad actually that there was a ditch in the back of our neighborhood, and I just used to go up and down the (laughs) ditch. And they used to be horrified and. Um, so I've been riding bikes, uh, since I was little, um, as I got older, I kind of lost that passion or, you know, the adventure that comes along with riding bikes. And, um, I didn't pick it up again until it was a form of transportation when I first moved here to Colorado. And, uh, it, it was a form of transportation until just very recently when I knew it could be. A lot of a lot of other different things.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. W- what did you use it for transportation, like to and from work, like re- mm-hmm.
3: To and from work. Uh, you know, I mm-hmm. um, I was a waitress and <laughs> for Hard Rock Cafe, and I lived yes. right down the, I lived right down the street. And um, all of our, me and my roommates, had bikes, and we'd ride our bikes to work. And yeah, I didn't have a car. I was just, like pretty. I couldn't afford one, Mm -hmm. but I knew I wanted to stay in Colorado. I couldn't afford to be in Colorado. That was the real problem. (laughs) But I knew I wanted to be here because I loved it so much. And so, yeah, I was just riding my bike to places I needed to be.
1: That's amazing.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then did you get into
1: mountain biking first? Because gravel biking was kind of like an afterthought for mountain biking. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, definitely an afterthought. (laughs) It is Gravel biking is where it's at. Do you hear me, everybody? <laughs> we like hearing that. Um, so, yeah, I got into, started dating this guy. And um, I don't know if you've heard about these Colorado fellas, but they are really into their mountain biking. And, um, and I was really into him. So I got into mountain biking and it, it was, I loved it. I thought I was not gonna like it I actually said to him I don't think so and I actually said this one really horrible thing now I've, I've learned but I said oh that's that's some shit white people do like <laughs>
1: that is, I, I don't think you're the first person that said that
3: <laughs> I was like I've done a lot of things I've, I've done the snowboarding I've done this gig but like that is white white
2: that's really white (laughs)
3: that's that's really white and um and um yeah and so but you know like I said I was really into him and so I went out there and um got on the bike and it was fun it was so much fun you know I I you know he, he was a racer and so um, you know, I just got on that bike and he took me on some really fun terrain and, and I got to go really fast and, uh, it was just my heart and soul for a while there.
2: That's yeah, that's cool. Well, kudos for <laughs> giving it a try. <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> and, 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 you know, over COVID, I, um, this is where a lot of things started to change for me Mm -hmm. you know that that guy was out of the picture he's a great guy he's somewhere in somebody else's picture but like not in my picture anymore and um I from that moment that he introduced me to mountain biking I was looking around and I was like there's like nobody that looks like me like really mm-hmm. i was going to the bike park there were like no women hardly i see women and i'd be like so excited and then i mean i don't think i at the particular bike park i was at i don't even think i saw like a black person <laughs> and i was like oh my god there are like no people of color participating in this sport as well like this is totally insane and you know, I kept participating and um, I just really felt like I needed to find some people that look like me. And I um, linked up to an or- organization called Black Girls Do Bike. And I got on that page and I said, "I every time I went for a ride, I said, anybody want to ride with me? I don't care if you're a beginner, intermediate, advanced. Like if you're a beginner, I'll slow down. If you're advanced, I'll try to keep up. Like, <laughs> I want to ride with someone who looks like me, damn it. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and it felt good, I did find people to ride with and it was mainly road riding. And um, I was really, really excited when I linked up with my mentor, Britt Greer, to find the funding and um, really break down some barriers to introduce mountain biking. So not just road biking, but mountain biking uh, to the women in the organization and really excited when I got asked to be a co-leader of the organization.
2: And when did that, when did you become a co-leader of Black Girls Dubai? Black Girls Dubai, Denver, right?
3: Black Girls Dubai, Denver. And that was, no, it hasn't been long since the beginning of COVID.
2: Yeah, like I was like March or April, wasn't it? Yes, yes, yes. You guys have been doing some shit since (laughs) then. Yes, haven't we? Yes, (laughs) get back, sit down, you know, like, (laughs) like we got this. (laughs) You know, we um, brought on Crystal
3: as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so Crystal, Stephanie and I got together and we're all different people. I mean, Stephanie, I, I met this woman who is, was the leader who started this chapter, founder of it. And she told me she fights from one end of the United States to the other end. Now, here I am going on my little 20-mile road rides, and I'm like, ooh, that is awesome that I'm, like, riding 20 miles, (laughs) you know, and she told me that she had done that, and I was like, that is the most amazing thing. I can't believe you've done this, and then Crystal was um, so interested in in racing and getting out there, and she was so impressive, Um, you know, she was doing her 100-mile rides, and I was like, oh, my God, we have the most incredible women here, and I, I, it, it really inspired me to see women who look like me, who were getting on bikes, doing really amazing things. And I was like, I'm down, I'm I'm down to like work with you. I'm down to like get other women out there doing this. And that's what we've been doing. Yeah.
1: Love it. We had crystal on the podcast a while ago and she told us the story of, she did spin class. And then when she went outside, she didn't know how to stop in her shoes. Like she didn't know how to unclip. (laughs) She was, she would, she would just keep going. (laughs)
2: that's amazing I I can believe it
1: (laughs) I was like I can relate the number of times I've fallen over at a stop sign I can relate.
2: (laughs) it's always at a stop sign right after church gets out (laughs) well it
3: just shows the way that like she went from spin class to getting on a bike with clips to just she just decided to do it yeah you know like she was fearless she was I mean first time I got my clips I was like in and out in and clipping in and out. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I just like her fearless attitude. It's so great to be a leader with her because of that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think she knows the word no. So No. Yeah.
1: Does not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you seem to not know the word no either because yeah. you are kind of a big adventure this summer, right? Yes,
3: I did. I, uh, you know, I originally said no. To that, <laughs> he, said, he said, "There is this route, and it goes from. It starts in Canada, and it goes to the border of Mexico, and it is so fun, and you would really, really love it." And I was like, "No, I would not love that. I don't know <laughs> what, what would make you think that I would love something like that." And I was like, i "There's no way I can do that. I mean, I, I'm riding such minimal miles, um, and I, I don't know if I could prepare myself for that." And and it was actually Stephanie who's done the transam, who was like, I was just like you and I did it. I wrote from one end of the United States to the other. I think you can do it. And um, I just went home and reflected on that. Just like somebody saying, you can do it. Like believing in me that I could do this. <laughs> um, and then yeah, the next day I said, yeah, let's do it. Let's, I, 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 I her, I went out with her um, her now husband at the time they got married, but he is a phenomenal athlete and we started training and planning together. I was able to comp- convince my partner to um come along as well. So
1: the mm-hmm. the did you the four of you do it together or the four well, of, the you three, so- the of you just train together?
3: Three of us. So my partner, um, my co-leader's partner and myself. So three of okay. us and um, all three of us finished, not together. <laughs> um, you know, Austin, like I told you, is just such a phenomenal athlete. And w- he really needed to go faster and longer than I could. Um and so we and since my partner was there, we just said, buddy, go ahead, do your thing, ride your ride. And yeah gave me an opportunity to be able to ride mine,
1: yeah so when did you when did you start and when did you finish?
3: started on June second, and it took me sixty four days. so I don't know when that means I ended August something okay.
1: and you went from Canada to Mexico or the opposite direction.
3: Canada to Mexico okay. and I did about. Averaging about, and these are with my rest days, right? All calculated in about 45 um, miles a day. So some big days, some short days. Yes.
1: There's some climbing Uh, in there too.
3: (laughs) About (laughs) 200,000 feet of climbing. So I was climbing every
2: day, every day. I was going to say, you're going from one border to the next. Like there's. Yes yes uh, i mean it, it's truthfully it's downhill <laughs> it is <laughs> <laughs> right oh i'm so funny
3: <laughs> well you know i crossed the divide ooh, at least 27 times and yeah. so that's where i'm getting my vertical feet i'm just going back and forth back and forth and you know you're along the great divide and that was amazing. Are you going to ask me what my favorite place was?
2: Yeah, I want to know your favorite place. <laughs> would you, yeah, would okay. you like to
1: take over this interview now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be the first guest to do it.
2: <laughs> okay, let's start with that favorite place. I'm, with, I'm writing my questions down here right now. New Mexico. Oh, really?
3: Oh my gosh, I just got back from New Mexico. and
1: I
2: Really? Left.
3: Yes. It, it was raw it was raw the the, the sun i went during monsoon season so the rain oh. every day the lightning storms you know it's got the um I guess the second most lightning storms um in the country uh so that and it's was... just like open space there too right like there's not yes open space just yeah open space. and so you know when i was in colorado i had cell phone reception, it's it's very populated Mm -hmm. here in Colorado. And so I had cell phone reception and I was getting from Steamboat to Salida to, you know, and and these towns in Colorado are, they are being accessed by some of, by people who, um, they've got a lot, (laughs) these towns, which looks very, Colorado looks very different from the rest of the divide. I mean, I've never seen that much poverty. And to be quite honest, yeah. I've never seen that much white poverty. I haven't. These are like small, tiny towns. And, um, you know, there's, there, there was a lot there. There was a lot to take in. Um, beautiful things, hard things, um, such. This trip will stay with me for a lifetime.
2: But did you, did you have a difficulty, like, was there like the coming down from it? Was it hard to transition back to reality after coming off that tour divide? No. Yes.
3: Yeah, it was, it was tough. Um, I was told that it was going to be a little tough to give myself a little time before I had to be back to work and do all of the things. And it, it was tough to live a life where every day is the same thing. And every day is pushing yourself and every day is, you know, it's, it's not like the, the regular life, everyday life that you live. It's a totally different lifestyle out there on the road. And I was on it for so long, yeah. I mean, a lot longer than I should have been.
2: People are like, you could have been moving a little bit faster. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd be get down. I'd finish and be like, I'm going to turn around and go back. I left my car at the start. i I mean i think that's you know that transition to living off your bike like that and having the whole pace of everything change there's no way that i mean that's got to be a welcome change like i think i would have a hard time coming back from that kind of a lifestyle back into like the zoom meetings and the, you know, like all the phone calls and you know, everything that happens to, to make the world go round. <sighs> it
3: was beautiful to turn everything off. Right. There were times where I, I turned everything off and I created a WhatsApp group for closest friends and family. So they wouldn't worry.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and when I got into a town that had reception, if it had reception, I would talk to them and text them and and be able to read all the very loving things that they had. It, that was a great- Oh, that's a great now. idea. A shower and to be able to only, only be able to hear the voices of my closest friends and family um, sending me messages of just sweet, sweet love and yep.
2: All right, next question. <laughs> Best meal out there. Best meal, like, best meal restaurant wise and best meal, like on the, on the divide, like that you had to do yourself. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh,
3: best meal restaurant was the, um, we were in this small town. There was nothing there. We we're going from place to place. I am a pescatarian. So, mm-hmm. um, I think this is like Maybe all of these are meat country. We're in big meat countries. Um, And so, you know, we hit this um, place that said, you get a free unlimited salad bar with your meal. Well, on the divide, you're not eating produce. Like you're eating (laughs) dense calorie things. You're eating from gas stations. Mm -hmm. I mean, we tore that thing up. It was horrifying. Like (laughs) three... We hit that salad bar like seven times. We put all the produce in our body that had been like missing for like the last month. <laughs> my, by far, my favorite meal on the whole divide was just tearing up that salad bar. <laughs> um, Can we talk about the result of tearing up that
1: salad bar? <laughs> oh, I think Brooke froze. Oh, she froze
2: and is the perfect face <laughs> for the comment.
3: Wait, it froze. I,
2: it yeah, did. And you were like, <laughs> and you were like, I mm. was <laughs> so like, can we talk about the produce? What the produce did to you, and you're like, uh. oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you that
3: I had already had. By the time I hit Steamboat, um, I realized my filter wasn't working; that it hadn't been working. Mm. Yes, that w- that ended up being a horrible situation. <laughs> I got pretty sick, but yeah. yeah. So, oh man, yeah, I that. And this is the thing about the divide, Christy. You're, we were talking earlier, you're saying coming back into regular life and, you know, it's not just a bike ride. I don't think hacking no. is just a bike ride. I don't think any kind of endurance bike riding is just a bike ride. I mean, I you were out there. There was one time I was out on the well for seven days to get to the next city and I was hungry and I was thirsty and I was, you know, I... I was thinking, okay, what am I gonna do? You're always constantly thinking about the issue. What is the issue and how mm-hmm. I can fix it? And you, and there's no such thing as like, you can't fix it because you you have to. You have, you have to make things work. You have to like fix your problem. There's not waiting. Sometimes, you know, when we're at work, we're like, oh, we'll leave that email for tomorrow because it's just a little too much to handle for today. There, there was no, there was none of that it was like if the issue arose it had to
0: be, to be fixed, fixed.
3: Yeah. And, and you had to believe that you could fix it you know I feel like in, sometimes in, in life we come across issues in, and we have the luxury of saying we can't fix this or handing it off to someone else and when you're out there, you enter a different mindset where you say, oh uh, this is all I have is me <laughs> and the problem needs to be fixed and I can fix it.
2: I love that. <clears throat> That's good. Um, do you have, I have some more questions, but Catherine, do you have anything? I feel bad, I'm, I'm hogging Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, best, uh, like the the most the coolest wildlife you saw? A grizzly. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'd be like, please <laughs> out. <laughs> Where, where did you, where, like, where where was it in approximation to you? <laughs> uh, I, it, it was
3: far enough away. That uh, you
2: felt okay about it? I felt okay. Cool.
3: okay. But my first week at yeah. um, Montana is great because you climb, 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 and then you come down these very curvy, uh, you have these very curvy descents, and they're a uh-huh. lot of fun. But the scariest things is that you've got these blind corners, you come around, and you don't know if a grizzly's there, right? Because you're out in the middle of nowhere. And okay. I started before the racers started, so I was like the first person coming through these trails. And uh, yeah, I just came around a corner, and there that bear was, and it oh, was in the eye, and we both freaked out. <laughs> um, he or she ran into the woods, and. Um, I stopped everyone behind me and I was like, oh my God, there was a bear. And they were like, was it a grizzly? I was like, I don't know, I don't care. There was a bear just right here, right in front of me. (laughs) Um, And the second time that I definitely, uh, this was a grizzly for sure was we were getting messaging um, from everyone uh, that there was a town that had a grizzly in it and that they were trying to push that grizzly out of town. And Mm. that fortunately, they, that grizzly was on, they're forcing that grizzly onto the trail. And so that was probably the most anxiety that I had on the trail. Um, I went several miles and I never saw the grizzly. We finally came out of that area and we are like, oh, we're so lucky because it was a cub. Uh, no, I mean, it was a mom with two cubs. Thank and so, God. you know, she is gonna be pretty aggressive if we get anywhere near her. And we finally come out and we're riding and we look up and I see my partner has got his camera and he's like filming. And I am like, what is, what's going on? And he's like, a bear. And at that time, the bear turns around with her two cubs and stares directly at us. I was like, (laughs) move your ass.
2: Put your camera down and move your ass. It's the grizzly. This isn't a photo moment. (laughs)
1: image of these towns people going here's an idea let's get these grizzlies to chase these cyclists coming through oh, to get, God. Them out of, get them out of town that'll get them away
3: <laughs> well I you I don't know if you've heard that um so there was a group that we passed and um they were in Montana and this year unfortunately this is horribly sad mm-hmm. that woman who did get pulled out of her tent and that you know people ask me what was my greatest fear on the great divide. And, and I have plans of trying to race this thing. And the thing that scares me the most is being out there by myself and dealing with these grizzlies. They're just, they're, they're, it's scary. It's, it's a little bit scary.
2: Oh, it's a lot I mean, scary.
3: Things are rare. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: actually quite terrifying. <laughs> so when you got to Man- Montana for last best ride and everybody yeah, has their you- bear skirt, you're like, oh, you guys are cute. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Can I tell you though, know, when I got, when I got there, I broke my chain on my bike. And so I started walking
2: yeah, and I came up on you while you were walking. Yeah. Everybody
3: had bear spray. I did not have bear spray. And I was walking. I was like, I'm not going to finish this, this race until dark. Uh, and I have no bear spray. I'm horrified. And, um, I actually decided that if I saw people riding in pairs, Um, as partners that if they both had bear spray, I would ask them for one. And and I asked a guy, uh, because he was riding with his friend, and he ended up giving me his bear spray, but he also ended up helping me fix my chain. So
2: (laughs) There you go. I love it. (laughs) It's a (laughs) win-win. Okay, one final question. Then then I'll let Catherine ask some. How you rode this with your partner. And how was that? (laughs) It was great. Okay. That's great. I, I mean, yeah, I'm going
3: to marry that guy someday.
2: <laughs> nice.
3: He was amazing. It was, it. he's already an endurance athlete and he, mm-hmm. like, you know, he could have ro- rode um, double the miles that I was riding and climbed double the vertical feet that I was climbing. And he just has such a patient, loving heart. And, um, you know, I think also, we went through a lot of little towns and I did not know how they were going to accept me, um, Mm. being a black woman. And, um, you know, it was, you know, and he's a white male. And so, and he looks like an athlete and he, um, he presents like an athlete and, and, and all of the things. And, um, you know, the way he showed me love and the way he showed me protection and, um the way he stood by my side and it was all so very beautiful and so um I left this trip loving him more and more and more and more and, more and just knowing that I picked the right person
2: No, oh, that's awesome Amazing. you're gonna have to you're gonna have to make him
3: listen <laughs>
1: they should do a movie about you all like love on a trail oh love on the divide
2: I love it
1: <laughs> and also you should get married wherever I the was heard- town was
2: with the grizzly, yeah, where the grizzly was, and or the salad bar that could be their meal. So
1: well, we're totally at, planning. be your wedding. like
2: um wedding, like your reception.
3: This salad bar. <laughs> the salad I like bar. I like I'm, I'm going to hire you two to plan my wedding. This also We're, we're in.
2: in. We are in. <laughs> well, speaking of movies, yeah. you've been in some. <laughs>
3: like, like, I have. Can you believe that I didn't film this whole Great Divide thing? <laughs> <laughs> But it was one of my things. It was, uh, it was to do this trip without any of the things, without any yeah. of the having to be able to focus on myself and be able to, Good for you. yeah, I don't know if you read the, the, salsa article I wrote, I wrote an article for salsa about my why. And I think whenever you're doing something that's endurance, like a, an endurance race, you have to have a why, because um, you have to keep reminding yourself of that. And I remember, I said to myself that there, there was a point where I wasn't as well as I am now, like my mental health. I, I mean, I wasn't off the charts or anything, but you know, just the way we're all walking around life and we feel down sometimes. and. I used to equate that one feeling was the whole of me. Like when I was sad, I used to feel like all of me is sad instead of being able to realize that part of me is sad right now, but there's also so many other parts of me. And um, when I got on the trail, I wanted to make sure that I was able to listen to all the parts of me. And some parts you can't hear because it's so loud. The noise around you in the city is so loud. The noise, the people around you are so loud. And when you get to get out there in the wild, and 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 be in the remote places that the great divide takes you you can hear those other parts you know you can hear those faint whispers because you know all the shouting all the noise is drowned out and you get to hear those those parts of you that are so healing and you get to realize that you know you're made up of so many different parts and i and and i felt that and i got great healing from that and i came back from that trip um, just so well, so mentally well. Um, and every day realizing that, you know, when I'm sad, when I'm experiencing joy, when that these things exist in me all the time and that they're parts, not a whole, you know?
2: Mm. That's wow. super deep. I know. <laughs> so <laughs> good. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was gonna ask you what you learned about yourself, and you kind of answered. Well, there it.
2: there it is, boom.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, it, it was read that article. Go to salsa, salsa. I put it in the show notes. Yeah, show notes. We put it in nudes. the show notes. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so, I one question I had was like, what What did you do with yourself the times when you doubted yourself, or maybe you were like, mm. this sucks, I want to quit and you know, did you have those moments, and how did you deal with those? Even leading up to it, like
3: sometimes we take on this big adventure and we're like, "I can't
1: do this; like it's too much."
3: And 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 that's what I was just kind of discussing, Catherine, is that I realized that the part of me that that was just a part of me that didn't, and so I had to talk to it, like, "Why don't you want to go? What is your fear?" Because there's other parts of me that are really excited about this damn thing, and uh, just really. Um, realized that it wasn't all of me that didn't want to go, but a part of me. And that whenever those parts creeped up, really examine and really reflect on what, why not. And, I, and and while I was on the trail when they creeped in, I really um, kind of listened to the parts of me that really wanted to continue on. The parts of me that really knew my body could and that my mind could as well that i that i was i was ready for this
1: dang i know
3: yeah
2: therapy session with bro <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it's so it's just it, it's the it's just the way you're putting it into words like for sure that's you know that's how so, i feel a lot and yeah
3: yes you it. Yeah. like when you're as an athlete Oh yeah, I, I have those days and though, and, and, and when I'm out there and I have those really bad days and I'm like, you're, you are shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you even on your bike? Like, I mean, when I see like the guy in khakis passing me up the hill, I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> you know? And I, and I think, you know, that, that's, that's, that's when you have to remind yourself of the things that I was talking about earlier.
2: Yeah. I I think, I mean, I think you're even bringing up something bigger picture using the word athlete. You know, I think, I think if you are out there doing these things regularly, you're an athlete, even if it's not something that conventionally we look at as an athlete, like I've never considered myself well, I do now, but I never had considered myself an athlete for so long. And people will be like, how do you not think of yourself as an athlete? You, yeah. you know, and I'm but like, yeah, meant- that's really, that's really screwed up. Um, but I think it's because I had this perception of what that word meant. And, you know, I can be an athlete and get passed by a guy in khakis going up a hill. Like <laughs> they don't, they exist together. They don't exist in a silo. Yes. Yeah. So,
3: and I, I'm never, I mean, you know, it's, it's great to hear you say that it's great for folks to be vulnerable and to hear these things because, you know, I, 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 it's really hard to see myself as an athlete, uh, cause I have an image of mm-hmm. like what a cyclist is yeah. and that image doesn't look like me more and more and more these days. I mean, man, the industry is changing and more and more and more. I am starting to see me like I'm starting to see me as a cyclist.
2: But what's even crazy with that is like, just by seeing other people, you can see you, even if you're not seeing somebody that looks like you, because now we have so many different body types and ages and skin colors and all of those things in there, it means that there's a space for you. Right. Um,
3: And that's, and that's exactly what I'm talking about, Christy. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about like, I'm seeing me like, like not, not literally me, not looking at a picture or a video of me. Although I know there's a lot of them out there. (laughs) (laughs) 2021 (laughs) is
2: the year of Brooke. (laughs) I love it.
3: But I'm seeing me and so many amazing athletes that are out there crushing it. And for the first time, and not even who cares if they're fucking crushing it, okay? Like I'm seeing me and, and, and other folks uplifting the voices of women, of mm-hmm. other folks, these big brands uplifting the voices of, of, of black women, of women of color, uplifting indigenous voices. Like I have never seen that before, never. Um, you know, and now I get to see that and, and, and different body types even it's, it's, it's beautiful. I'm, I'm really excited about where, um, cycling is going. I'm sorry. A lot of people are disappointed, but we're headed in the right direction.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah. They'll be disappointed for a little bit and then they'll realize that that was silly. So yeah. And if they don't realize it then, then that's fine. Yeah. Sorry. So, uh, no, no, I understand. my opinion. <laughs> You're always welcome. You can come back to the. You can come back to the table.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love this conversation so much. <laughs> okay. Well, I am guessing this will be the first podcast of the year that comes out in 2022, and I'm guessing you what? have some big dreams and plans for 2022. So. Give it to us. What you going to be doing? Where can we find Brooke in 2022?
3: Um, okay. I've got some secret plans that I can't tell you about yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so- can you tell us when we stop recording? Yeah. Once we stop recording, That's- you can let us in, Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> after, we- after we start, we can put an asterisk once it's been announced, but there are some big announcements coming out. I'm super You're excited. You're going to ride from the whole world, around the world. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I got, it's, it's big, big plan. So I'm super excited about that. Number one with my hero. Um, so I just, oh, so super excited. Yeah. And then, um, you know, racing, racing, racing. I mean, you know, you're a Steamboat, right? Yes. Were you a Steamboat too, Christy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Y'all were podcasting out there. Um, They were sitting in the sun. <laughs> that, that was my first gravel race. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was so awesome to, it, I had the most fun. I absolutely loved it. And so this year is the year of racing. It's all about racing, endurance racing, short races, racing all over this country, and maybe across the pond as well. That's amazing. What do you have some starting lines in mind?
1: Like one in Kansas well,
3: that we might see? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I know somebody can get you in.
3: <laughs> yeah if you know somebody just <laughs> let me know let me know and also um you know it, it wouldn't be fair you, you know mountain biking is my love too so I'm definitely going to um do some cross-country I'm moving more into cross-country style mountain biking so I'm really excited about that and even doing some bike packing um those are my two oh and then another thing is I had so much fun on the great divide that I've decided and I'm working on right now, uh, taking a group of women who look like me, so so black women out on the trail, seeing how we can break down barriers to get them out there on the trail. And so that they can experience that same, that, that same idea, that therapy that I was talking to you about, right? I, I want women to ex- be able to experience it. And I know one, that it things are tough. Getting on the Great Divide is tough, uh, but that accomplishment it lets you know that you can do hard to, hard things, on and off the trail. All that, that translate all that translates to off the trail, and to be able to give that to someone or to allow them to take it for themselves. Sorry. Mm. I I can't give that to them, but to be able to take it for themselves, to break down barriers and have them help break down those barriers so that they can do that. That's what I'm working on for 2022. Well, that sounds like a, not much. much
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I have no doubt you're going to be successful and you're going to change. You're going to help women learn the skills that
2: I think, I think we need to schedule Brooke for December of 2022 to have a check-in on. On how she how 2022 went for.
3: It'll oh, be just as badass yeah. as this year. I, I know it will
2: be. It'll be fun to <laughs> fun to hear how the, all the women do. So, uh,
3: am I, I yeah. going to be able to ride with y'all? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, we'll figure I that out.
3: Get here, <laughs> if they don't see a picture of us all riding together, then
2: <laughs> I know we failed.
1: Well, <laughs> tell us about your secret secret plans after. Oh. <laughs> We finished yeah. recording. We can figure out who we're all, we can meet up.
3: At. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, well, okay. If people want to find you and follow you, if they're not already, where can they, where's the best place to follow you or get, get more information about you?
3: There's two main places that I post all my stuff. One is rowdygoudy.com. So uh, my last name is spelled G-O-U-D-Y, rowdygoudy.com. Um, and they can find me on Instagram. I'm just simply Brooke Gowdy on there. <laughs> so go to instagram and find me um if you are in the colorado area um and you believe in um, breaking down barriers for black women and introducing them to the joy of cycling become a member of black girls do bike you don't have to be black uh to be a member you just have to believe in that the, our mission and uh so those are the three main places you can find me but just get on the internet too. I mean, wherever.
1: <laughs> just Google. Yes. Re- li- really, if you go broke, you'll find a lot. Yeah. I, I Google too. <laughs> People at Steamboat kept going, there's this woman that's coming off the tour to buy. Do you need to meet her? And I was like, <laughs> we had been like doing interviews for two days. I was like, I'm too hot to meet anybody else. And then you were at Last Best Ride and we met. <laughs> that was,
3: yeah. So, But yeah. I had Googled you by then. Yeah, it was great to uh see you. Yeah. Yeah, it was great to see Christy man. You sorry, I didn't mean to say Christy man. <laughs> you really one thing that I do want to tell you before we get off of here is that when I I was a little down when I ended my race at last Best Ride. I felt like I was having a great, great race. And it was so sad to have my chain break. Um, I just had so much more in me and I really wanted to do really, really well. And I wanted to make myself proud and I really wanted to make Jess proud who invited me there and she started that whole thing. And, you know, I remember sitting down with you after the end of all of it and telling you like all of my fears about wanting to race. Um, And you just really encouraged me and you just, You know, the things that you gave to my heart, I'll keep in my heart. I don't need to share with everybody else, but you really encouraged me and made me feel like that I can race, that I can go on and do these and really had me reflect through some of my fears. And I just left that. I left the end of the season because that race kind of was wrapping up my season with motivation to really try my hardest and do my best next year and know that this, there is a space for me here, that I deserve to be here and that I'm gonna work my ass off so, so that like people see me, like really see me here. Thank you so for doing
2: that. <clears throat> I meant it.
1: <laughs> I love this, I'm about to cry. And I I'm think crying. <laughs> it's coming out in the new year maybe the theme of our our 2022 means, needs to be there's a space for you here i love that yes
3: yeah let's do it <laughs> let's do it and then that means like we just we as women like that's that's what we do that we continue to encourage them and uplift them and make sure that they feel like there's a space for them and it's like you just never know where someone is you know no. Yep. And you never know what that's going to mean. You know, like if I'm out there, like kicking some ass in 2022, like Christy gets to be like, and then she told me she didn't even want to race. And I told her that she should. <laughs> <laughs> I knew her before she was ever on the podium. <laughs> yeah.
1: it's, it's such a good point. We all need people to believe in us sometimes, like yeah. when we have trouble believing in ourselves. And it's so important, yeah. especially as women to lift each other up.
2: Yeah. Nice. Well, well, on that note, group thank hug. You.
3: Group hug. <laughs> I know, group hug. Bring it in. Bring it in.
1: <laughs> thank you so much for joining us, Brooke. At, we cannot wait to see you out on um, the roads in
3: 2022. Okay. Hey, you send me a message about that race. I'll be there. Okay. <laughs> that big one, you know. <laughs> I will.
1: Hey friends, Katherine here, and I want to invite you to join our Girls Gone Gravel Adventures team. Whether you're preparing for your first big bike trip, lining up at a starting line, or just learning to clip in for the first time, it's more fun with a community to cheer you on. This team is a non-competitive team focused on creating a supportive space for cyclists of all levels. We want to make it easy to find the resources you need. So here's what you're going to get. You're going to get a place to connect with like-minded cyclists, you're going to get opportunities to learn from experts like Kristen Legan, Scotty Lechuga, Lauren Cresenzo, and more. And you're going to get discounts and early access to events and other fun things. So I hope you'll join us. Just check it out at girlsgonegravel.com backslash team. That's girlsgonegravel.com backslash team. Hope to see you there. You have been listening to the Girls Gone Gravel podcast. To live your healthiest life possible, you need to understand what's going on inside. Inside InsideTracker takes a personalized approach to health and longevity from the most trusted and relevant source, your body. InsideTracker was created by experts in aging, genetics, and biometric data from Harvard, Tufts, and MIT. It provides personalized health analysis and clear recommendations, plus an action plan on how to live a longer, healthier life. InsideTracker can also calculate your biological age which is the rate you're aging compared to your chronological age as well as ways to lower your biological age the thing we love most about inside tracker is that they give you recommendations on things you can control to optimize your health like food supplements workouts and other lifestyle choices and did you know that you can use your hsa hra and fsa to buy any insight tracker plan which means you can purchase inside tracker using your tax-free dollars oh and it gets better For a limited time, you get 20% off the entire Tracker store when you sign up. So if you're ready to get a crystal clear picture of what's going on inside your body, along with the science-backed recommendations to optimize what's not working, visit InsideTracker.com slash feisty. That's InsideTracker.com slash feisty.